Hey everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are two brothers and one special guest going through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Right below me is Josh. Josh, how you doing? That was the weakest Ricardo turn you've ever done. It was really good, and you were really spoiling it for the people who only listen. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it right now. And hey, we have another guest this week. It is David Arnold from the Gimmick Podcast. They do the special episodes of TV that nobody else would do. David, yeah, welcome yeah. to the show. Oh, awesome to be here. So stoked to get to talk to you both about video games. Uh, obviously, we talk about TV a ton. So I'm really glad to be getting to my true passion, which is uh, TV that you also push a button sometimes while watching. Josh, David's podcast voice is way better than yours. Oh, no. <laughs> and mine. That's okay. I hate my voice anyway, so. Oh, no. It's, it's, I'm glad I have a professional here. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Roll that back. I am, I am, I am an idiot at best. Whoa, whoa, you take that back. Sir. We have had a lovely conversation for the past I'm a, I'm a very handsome idiot, I will say. If you're not watching, I'm the best looking person. You're a handsome genius. You knock that off. There will be only self-love on this podcast. But keep your hands hands on screen. Okay. (laughs) Will do, will do. Hey, everybody. We're a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. They're awesome. We are everywhere you get your podcasts. Go find us on Apple. Go find us on Spotify. Not Google Podcasts because they're not a thing anymore. I think it's YouTube. Yeah, podcast. what the fuck is that? Oh, Google doesn't Google doesn't do anything long term. Google Plus, Google Stadia, Google anything gone. Bye. Uh, so that's YouTube podcast now. Uh, hey, don't worry about rating rating us and leaving stars and reviews. Fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. That's right. Word of mouth is king here with the bros. Hey. We are going back into the book club today. We are going to finish up Death Stranding. I've got two folks here who have finished it. Not myself. I'm not even close to finishing it, but I'd say I'm in a pretty good spot. Uh, We're going to finish up that book club. But before we do that, we've got some other games to talk about. I'm going to let Josh start. Go ahead, Josh. Take the floor. All right, everyone. So we're still in a routine here. Got the Star Rail Genshin Impact. Do my dailies. Get that shit out of the way. Um... Apex Legends, I'm this close to being platinum for the first time in oh. six seasons. I'm like gold one, and I'm like 800 points away. So I have 19 days to do it. I know I will get the plat, and I'm hoping at some point to get the diamond, but we won't push my luck there just yet. Um, but I haven't touched it since we last... Oh, no, go ahead. But was it task. worth it, Josh? Um, it's the year of the rat, you tell me. Sure. That didn't sure. help. That didn't help. That didn't help. <laughs> well, so I play on a rat. You know what a rat play style is, or a Chad play style? A rat play style is where you uh, don't. Isn't that kind of like a turtle play style, where you just kind of hole up somewhere and? Yes. Okay. I'm a rat. I'm a fat rat. But is that actually like? Does Apex doing like a rat theme like? So into it? jokingly, yes, because in this season you're not rewarded as much for your kills or uh, assists and all that. Uh, it's more based on your placement. So if you like, so if I sat there, so let's say it's, you know, there's 20 teams. If I do nothing for the first, you know, 15 teams, I'm still going to get 50 points. If you as a team go in uh, and there's like six, you're like team six and you had like individually five kills, you're only going to get 40 points plus five points, uh, one point for each kill you got. So realistically, I got more points doing absolutely nothing but hiding and stalking in the shadows than you who went out there balls to the wall. That doesn't sound like fun at all. Are you having fun, Josh? Oh, yeah. 
Okay, that's all that matters. Okay. So, oh no, let me correct that. So I'm playing by myself for most of this. I've had uh, my buddy Jordan, but he's right now he is in uh, platinum right now. So I can't actually, or not platinum. He's diamond right now, so I can't play with him until I get back to plat. So and you you say you're playing by yourself, but you are playing with other people, just not people you know. Well, that's that's uh, questionable, seeing as oh. most people play as bots nowadays. Oh, um, and they're like, oh, let's go fight. You know, it's five against two. Let's go do this fight. Let's go in a, in a blaze of glory. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I'm running across the map and hiding for thirty minutes while on Facebook or Instagram or wherever is currently on my phone. I hate you so mm. much right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're hiding in Apex while playing Genshin Impact on your phone, getting your dailies. Yes. Well, there's a reason why I have a huge 55 inch 4K TV to my right. It's so when I'm playing Apex and hiding in a corner waiting for the zone to change. I could just come over here and play something else on the PlayStation. Jeez. <laughs> I hope wow. someone in the chat's calling you out right now. <laughs> I hope they do wow. too. That's fine. What it, if anything, blame the developers. They they clearly don't know what they're doing over there. It's a skeleton crew. Um, and it's not gonna get any better. Mm. I think that's why we're starting to finally get to see little trinkets of Titanfall three being a possibility. So Josh, what other games are you pretending to play while playing uh, Genshin Impact? <laughs> Uh, so I'm pretending to play uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um, I'm just now at the island. Uh, once I beat it on Professional, I will go over to the separate uh, Ways DLC. Dude, that U3 boss, when you fight that, I want to watch. Like, So you'll have okay. to text I will, me. I will, perf- I will professionally stream it just for you. Sweetheart. Freaking sweetheart. I've, I've never messed with those Resident Evil games. I assume that they are scary. Uh, yeah. This okay, one's, uh, the original RE4 was more actiony. This time around, they went for a more horror element. So, I mean, it's yeah. still actiony, but it's also on the darker side. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't want to be scared. I want to be in a fantasy world of, of uh, rainbows and kittens. Scared, I was more scared of the Resident Evil VR than I was, oh. any, like, and it's only because obviously it's right there in front of you, and you're and you're looking around, you're panicking. I, I never felt more panicked in the the uh, village uh, portion of it than hmm. in the VR. The cabin with okay. Louise, I remember that being really... That's the only part of it I played in VR where I was like, oh my god. Oh yeah, I that can't. part is also scared the shit out of me. And then, of course, I, I finally finished Death Stranding. Apparently, besides David, I, we were going to be the only ones who have finished Death Stranding. Okay, look, listen, listen. When you have been... When you're as sick as I am, Nick, you've been sick for months. Uh, I've been well. Hey, man, they're they're kids. You need to go to a doc. You need to go to a doctor. No, no, I don't. You you are you're an anomaly. You're you're like gonna be a medical marvel. It's doctors. See, I only I only used to get sick once a month, and then after having kids and sending them to daycare, I maybe get. Or I'm sorry, once a month. I meant once a year, and now I maybe get sick once a month. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it sucks. Um. In my past life, I was a public health guy, and so children are actually this huge vector of disease, that they're what cause disease to move. And uh, I, I don't know if you know Josh, but we're, we're trying to be really kind to Nick right now. He has one of these diseases where holding the shoulder buttons for the entire game, which you must do for Death Stranding, <laughs> is incredibly difficult. It is. It's, and then having to crouch and walk and sneak past BTs, right? When I'm yeah. holding my breath as Sam Walter Bridges, I'm, I'm gasping for air myself. <laughs> Did I call him Sam Walter Bridges? <laughs> I think you did, yes. That's how um, sick I am. I just need to know how I, to get rid of him. The sickness and I just sickness. I just love that you said I'm gonna I'm gonna real play this motherfucker. I'm gonna strap shit to my back and I'm gonna hold my breath when I walk by ghosts. 
That was great. I love a commitment. Who doesn't hold their breath when walking by ghosts? It's, it's eerie. It's eerie stuff. Josh, well, save the dirty Death Stranding talk for the all end. All right, all right. But I it, will it, keep it, my it, slutty mouth quiet for the moment. All right. Thank you, slut. Uh, I'll go really quick because David's got surprise games for us, and I'm ready for the surprise. Uh, besides playing Death Stranding, which I can't use my mouth to talk about yet, uh, I've been playing Cocoon. Only a little bit since we last saw you guys. You know, it's only been a few days. Uh, I have beaten the second boss. The game is still magnificent. Uh, you have the orbs. You're going back and forth between the worlds to carry one thing from one world or leave the world in the other. It's really cool. And, man, I there's more I want to say about it, but it'll lead into Death Stranding. Uh, what else? Yeah. I wanted to play Forza today, but my cat just walked by. I wanted to play Forza today, but the shaders just wouldn't load all the way. So hopefully by the next time I see everybody, I will have played Forza. I've seen people playing it. I've watched videos and trailers and seen how round the wheels are. And I want to experience that for myself. I want to get behind the wheel. That's all I got. That's all I got. David, what surprises are you surprising us with? Wow. Well, um, I'm, I'm also a like massively delayed gamer. I would go on stints where I would buy games and then just like watch them and not ever start them. So it was finally time for me to give a go to Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, which was a, a darling favorite. Well, and um, I'm ready to now be enemy of the internet. I hated it. Oh, I just hated it. And um, just maybe wasn't in the right mood. It, it's still on the PS5, uh, so I'll give it another go. But I, I sunk four hours into it and, and couldn't do another minute. And so I went back to some some cozy, cushy games. I played through Unpacking because it was free on PS Plus. Oh, uh, so a, a game. It's, so it was good. fantastic. It was a fantastic game. Uh, I played Bug Snacks, which uh, I thought was yeah. the stupidest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And now I'm a Bug Snacks stan, and I think everyone should play this game. David, who is your favorite Bug Snacks? Um, it's the Muscly Bro. I should have looked up these names and been committed to it because I would also marry this Bug Snacks villager. Uh, oh, the muscle. His, okay, the Muscly Bro. Yeah, um, the, the Muscly he's Bro. The, he's the green one. He's he's friends with the red one, who's the dorky yep. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just didn't, I didn't anticipate the gameplay being something I was into. I didn't anticipate the story slash mostly characters, I guess, not story. The characters being so charming and mm -hmm. wonderful. And at the end, I, I was like, wow, there's, there's like free DLC. I'm going to do this. I'm just going to keep going. And that is not a, a play style I usually go for. I need to get back. I haven't played the DLC, but I, it sounds really cool. They're like giant bug snacks. But that base game gets into some dark places I did not expect it to go. Like there was, yeah. there was some body dysmorphia in there. There was, I forget the the central character who's missing. I forget her name, but like the stuff that Elizabeth, she goes, yeah, Elizabeth. There, man, Bug Snacks is just a great fucking game. Great game, <laughs> it's so game. good. I think Bunger's my favorite, just because when he's charging it, Bunger, 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 Bunger. <laughs> I also found it a delightful. I mean, this is this is my like favorite type of game is a game you can podcast to. It's a great game to podcast to because mm -hmm. there are there's low stakes. Uh, so if you fuck up because you're laughing or whatever, you, you didn't really lose anything. Everything comes back. It was it was just wonderful. I hope they do a sequel. Those guys are actually I believe those guys are out of Chicago. So I was always like, I'm one of those weird people. It's like, I want to go see the Bugsnax people when I was up yeah. there. But <laughs> COVID. <laughs> 
And then uh, for for like no reason otherwise than I wanted a comfy game, I reloaded Nom Nom Galaxy, which was like a PS Plus free game from eight years ago that I got for PS3 and is still available to play on your PS5. And uh, I've been making soup and shipping it around the galaxy. And it's it's just been a delightful little comfy pair of slippers. Is Nom Nom... Nom Nom is the cut the rope monster, right? Or is this something that is different? No, it's Pixel Junk. You're close. It's okay. uh, it's Pixel Junk. Who did Pixel Junk Monsters? Pixel Junk Shooter. And so this is uh, it's it's just a little like, I don't know, factory management sim, uh, where you gather ingredients or plan out robots who will gather ingredients, make soup, and then you sip sh- soup, ship soup ship away. Soup? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say that. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't fast. say shit soup. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, I just, again, just charming, cute. Uh, I thought, oh, man, you know, I, I didn't get the platinum. They're the rarest trophies I have on PlayStation because everyone got the game and like nobody played it. Uh, <laughs> but there are some there are some online things that I like would need to to like go buy a second PS3 to actually get to achieve. <laughs> and uh, I'm not that dedicated. It's it's like it's just like the old days with the two Game Boys to trade the Pokemon back and forth. Oh yeah, now, I I did that. I am that much of a of a I don't know. I guess Chad. Uh, <laughs> that, that's Chad behavior, right? Like that's that's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's um, hmm. yeah, it's a Pokemon mm-hmm. Chad. Yeah, it's very Pokemon Chad. Very Gary of you. Yeah, it is very Gary of me. <laughs> uh, but that, that's about it. Uh, there's some other stuff that I would love to get to. Oh, and then like. Every night before I go to bed, I play like two games to slay the spire in bed because it's it's the perfect phone game. What is the appeal of? Is that the is that a card battler? Is that like Darkest yeah. Dungeon? I've never understood the appeal. Wow, calling it like Darkest Dungeon is wild because the stakes couldn't be lower in Slay the Spire, <laughs> and the stakes are pretty high in Darkest Dungeon. It stresses me uh, out. That's why I don't play Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. I can't. I, I, I died too much, and uh, I, I don't mind dying in Slay the Spire. I first picked up Slay the Spire when I had jury duty, and someone said it was an easy game to like pick up and put down on your phone, and it, it now is the only game I pick up and put down on my phone. Well, Jared number six, stop slaying the Spire and listen to I the will. defendant. I will. I will. I just don't want to go to jail. I wasn't playing it like in injury <laughs> conferral. So, so what, I, what we're hearing is you accidentally... Uh, labeled the man guilty what i'm hearing yeah. is that they held you in contempt of court for slaying the spire on the stand i am i'm actually in prison right now that's why that's why i'm here they got some that's kick-ass posters are, in prison yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, i'm glad you like the posters because um i was podcasting really without them because we moved to this new apartment and uh, the walls made me look like i was a sociopath and, and like blurring the background did not make it better like it it was more sociopathic you just hang, you like nail a pillow to your wall. <laughs> I even, I was like, let's just put some towels up, like just some color. Cause if I blur it, no one will know they're just towels. And, uh, my husband would not allow that to happen. He's very, uh, the inside of the home matters to him. Now I kind of, to all of us. Now I kind of wish you would nail a pillow to the wall. Just be visually. It would be like, that's a fucking pillow behind him, but that's a wall. Yeah. I know it's a wall. <laughs> Think I could, do you think I could play it off as like sound dampening and be like, oh, I'm a professional podcaster, so it's sound dampening? <laughs> you, you, totally know, you know those things you put on the wall? These pillows dampen the sound so much better. <laughs> but you have to, yeah, you have to be a really obnoxious podcaster about it. You oh, can't, yeah. You oh. can't just be like, it's for the sound. You have to be like, you know, the sound, it just makes everything sound a little more richer. Yeah. 
Um, thank you for uh, ascribing me a Donald Trumpism there. That was really I, I appreciate. <laughs> oh, the, thank the, you. the richer with the hands, yeah, coming, the yeah. cupped hands coming down. That's that's what gave it to me. Oh God, I try not to. It happens. It happens. Every, we all have. We all have. <laughs> oh, a we Trump all have a Trump. We all have a Trump. Comedy scene <laughs> back we in all have 2016. A Trump. <laughs> it's it's there. It's in your it's in your pocket. And sometimes things in your pocket are just the things you pull out of your pocket. It's the greatest gaming podcast. <laughs> The greatest. I don't okay. listen to any others. I'm done. I'm done. I'll stop. Josh, save me. Take us to the news. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. All right. Uh, first, the honestly, probably one of the bigger ones is the PS5 uh, Slim being announced. And honestly, coming right around the holidays. Um, um, is this losing power in the Slim, Josh? Uh, so, no. What The, the big difference is right now is uh, it's going to still gonna have the digital version. You're still going to have the Blu-ray version. Um, it's going to have a one terabyte SSD thrown in there. It's about, I think it said it's 18% smaller uh, for the digital and 24 for the um, um, disc, if I could talk. <laughs> really, it's just they're just they're slimming it down. Like it, it's still going to be height wise relatively close. I think it's only like a, maybe an inch of difference in height, uh, maybe a little more than that, really. But it, as far as what it goes, it's it's going to be slimmer. It is a lot thinner if you compared them. Like if I put, pulled mine out of my uh, spot right now, and if I found a comparison, I would do it, but it probably wouldn't help. I just remember the first time I came over when your PS Five was at the house. And like, I didn't realize it was there, but I turned around and looked at it and I felt like it could have fallen on my face and killed me. The thing is, yeah. Huge. yeah. Um, and console should be console should all be big boys. I'm against this news. Uh, we don't need to reinforce <laughs> negative body image on, on, oh, on big, yeah. big, beautiful consoles. I so like, like the consoles. You know, I like the redesign of the, the body. And now instead of it being that That's... big slab, it's got the dash coming across. I like that. That yeah, it I looks. Had. This looks a lot less like Seto Kaiba, uh, so I, I, um, yes. I am appreciative that we've we've lowered the lapels of the PS5. Yes. But uh, I don't stop. I don't know. I got here's the thing. I got burned by a PS3 Slim. They did they did that right, and um, yeah. I, had a, I, I had a fatty PS3, and it was the best thing that I'd ever owned in my entire life. And the Slim was so disappointing that I can only look at this news and be sad in advance. Well, because that that, I think right the there? PS3 Slim took, they took, that was like, they not only made it slimmer, but they also took backwards compat out of it. Or yeah. even with the fats, they took them out. They're like, you don't need like, that. It was, it was first version fat only. And, uh, boy, when we went to sell that thing, when we moved, uh, uh, game collectors were like all over that shit. I thought people would like have a bidding war it oh, was a bidding I, war of like 25 dollars but it was you know <laughs> it turns into a couple hundred and possible <laughs> threats of uh, murder i um, i think the so yeah i mean best, there's, there's the, gonna be the best skinny console or the best slimmed console is probably the 360 mm, fair fair ps2 was like it, it got it got really sleek too didn't it like it got it was sleek it looked, the, it looked sharp the home button or whatever it was wasn't it, it was it was like touch activated. It wasn't like a click anymore. They didn't get the red ring of death. Uh, they, they also I think that was right around the time they stopped doing the blade 
um, user interface mm-hmm. and changed it to Josh. Put that. This that is, is not a slim console. That it, this is the best slim console. Game we've Boy got. Advance SP is not a slim console. Put yes, it away. It is. Especially with Game Boy Micro, Game Boy Advance Micro. Come on, Micro failed though. Like that was like you should have done that right with the SP. Not wow. Towards the end of its life. So I've got one last PS5 question, Josh. Yes. When are you getting this for me for for the holidays? Is this this is going to be under my tree, right? Uh, well, I'm still waiting for a birthday present. So. Mm, Wow. Keep keep on waiting, bud. (laughs) Wow. Relationships Uh, built on gifts are not about quid pro quo. They're about giving to show your appreciation and love. My therapist, everybody. He's here. I don't give him $500 worth of love. He gets 50 at most. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Here's a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. I hope you enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. Share it with your kids. You know, I think I read that advice on the bottom of a Snapple cap one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's actually where my degree is from, is from Snapple University. I think uh, that's where Snapple your greatest University. therapists come from. You went to SU? Yeah. <laughs> Josh, what else you got? All right. Um, who who remembers uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum? Who could forget? Uh, how bad was it? Pretty bad, right? Jesus. <laughs> uh, what if I told you that they made it even worse for themselves? Because uh, oh. it's been reported to be claimed that they are, or that they used an AI to write their apology. Like, okay, when... I know we kicked them when they were down, but by God, at this point, it's a, stamp- it's a stampede while they're laying there. When I saw this story, I, I this is just dogpiling at this point, but I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, why not? Go ahead. <laughs> Um, now, but it wasn't data like, right. It was the company who bought them because they also like suck. And of course they would yeah. do this sort of thing. Yeah. This is, they... this is not the worst, uh, thing written by chat that gets revealed in the world, but it, it is a strong contender for second worst that, um, issuing an apology to people and then not even having the humanity <laughs> to write it is, is pretty, but it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. <laughs> oh, we, they, we all know there's how does a soulless company write an apology letter to the fan base. And and listen, I don't think anyone should use these AI things except for me if I go back to school. Uh, but I think, just kidding, I would never do that. Academic integrity is very important. I think that if you're going to use ChatGPT, why not say, I'm Gollum and I fucked up on my game. Apologize like I'm Gollum. Like, why wouldn't you do that? That's a marketing opportunity. Boom. I'm sorry, Hobbes Sorry, <laughs> yeah, meme the shit like meme the shit out of your apology because you know you guys are both wrong. This chat GPT just picked up all the different gaming apologies and just Frankenstein's the hell out of it. So like, there's part of like the cyberpunk apology. There's part of the Mass Effect three apology from like oh, ten gosh. years ago. They're all out there, and it's just like just slicing them and putting them together. But yeah, I like that idea of like just. Get on there and just Gollum apologize. You know what? Next yeah, time I need to in. apologize, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do an improv character and apologize as that improv character. I mean, how how mad can your romantic partner be with you if you're <laughs> pretending to be Gollum? Like truly, and I mean, they can be afraid of you, but not angry. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the fight would be that Gollum would be apologizing for. <laughs> Honey, uh, say, this is the thing. I don't have a golem in my pocket, but like, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't do that. That's pretty Scottish, uh, Scottish golem. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't do the dishes. Like, the the voice inside my head was telling me that they're better off dirty. We're just gonna beat a fish against some rocks. Like, we're like, we'll get over it. 
I still I still go back to the robot chicken uh, Lord of the Rings golem skit. I don't know that I know this. I'm gonna have to watch that. We have so much. We have to watch it again. Not on not on the show. They'll shut no, us we'll, down. No, we'll do it after. I'll show you the video. After. It's very it's very vulgar. It's so funny though. That's great. That's we'll great. Just, we'll just say that Gole- Golem is the is it Golem or Smeagol? I don't know which one he was at that point. But uh, throat throat goat Golem. Throat goat Golem. Yes. Wow. Wow. Josh, that might be a ti- that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> We're just gonna keep pushing the envelope until they tell us you have to stop doing that to your episodes. I waited for that phone call. Hey guys, yeah. love the show. Uh, you gotta stop. Well, do, do you expect a call from like Spotify? Spotify being like, "Hi, I know that we host Joe Rogan, but you've crossed the line." <laughs> I'm expecting siblings trying and... to be like, hey, we oh, we love we love that you shout out the siblings, but um, you gotta stop with the chili ring <laughs> and the goat throat stuff. You guys are getting a little out of hand. Uh, this is strike two, guys. One more, we have to do something. <laughs> what, up? Josh? Get me out of here. Get, save me. Um, uh, yeah. So everybody, the the world is clamoring for unity, literally, because their uh, CEO said goodbye and they kicked him out of the door. Hmm. Ask first. Hmm. I love the hmm. nonchalant. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I drove EA Gaming into the hole, and I came into this company, and I was surprised that the same thing happened as my last company. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, guys. I do it all. I'm I'm following the rule book. Hey, you guys. You know like- what? We we yeah. all have so much more charisma in our shrugs than this man has in this shrug. This is. This like we are all doing. Um, I don't know what to do with my hands. Shrugging like we are, we're Talladega Nightsing, and this man is. He, he yeah. looks like he's trying to hold an invisible melon. He looks like he's doing improv. This is what this is a sad man doing improv. I was thinking more like he's like getting ready for. Like he's like looking around. Should I slow clap? Should I start it? Oh <laughs> what do you mean developers don't want to pay money after the fact? What do you mean God. they were grandfathered in? <laughs> God, God. Can I tell you, uh, fuck this guy from start to finish. And uh, about a year ago when he was just like sort of getting his, his shake on with Unity, he was, I don't remember if it was a hot mic or if he's just an asshole, but he said anyone who's developing a video game right now and isn't planning on monetizing like every single interaction that you build into the game is an idiot. And uh, like that, that's why we have garbage games, not, not the other way around. We're not idiots. You're totally an idiot. Oh, this man's a gremlin. This man is the CEO gremlin. Do not yeah. do not feed him your V Bucks after midnight. Josh, you realize you realize they did this whole plan was because of Genshin Impact and little piggies like you. <laughs> They're like, I'm, aware. Oh, I'm gonna I'm I, I'm gonna try and get this skin or whatever they call them. And, and so so yeah, I, I'm aware, Nick. But at the same time, I also don't fall for it. I can keep my purse strings, you know, pretty tight. Josh, I'm yeah, telling I don't, you. Sorry. I don't think we can put it all on Josh. This has been around. I, I I blame EA much more than I blame anything else that's come from it. Uh, this this microtransaction monetization shit. Uh, you you might be the latest uh, victim of it, but it sounds like you're not giving in, which is good. I mean, you rent your games from the library, no, I mean, yeah, famously. This, look at this. I'm covering the the uh, the address. So you can't you can't see where I'm wrapped. So you can't go I to his library. <laughs> Yeah, can't, can't find me in my local library. It's already bad enough. I have to go to the front desk. Hey, uh, I, I, I have a video game on hold. 
She's an old lady. She's like stare at me like, oh, really? Like, yeah, they're, um, they're just like, we're better than you. It's like, girl, I can play and read. Okay, you can only read. This, this she. She, you're not just playing and reading. You're playing, reading, and playing something else at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> at least somebody understands. She's looking at you funny because you're playing Genshin Impact at the desk. <laughs> She's like, oh, you. No, I, She's like, it'll I, take, it'll I, take I me three minutes, and you're like, I got to do this right now. <laughs> I've never been more embarrassed in my life. Like, I, I, I can comfortably say I can go into a, an adult store and buy something and not be embarrassed by it. But I go into the local library. I have to like look around like... Hey, slide the library card. I, I have an item to pick up. And then I have to like tuck it underneath my shirt as I'm walking out the front door because all, wow. all the other old ladies are judging me. Are you saying that Maybe gamers are persecuted at libraries? Are you saying? No, I'm saying I feel like like we're, we're coming in on that. Like, hey, let's, let's start borrowing and renting games from the library. And you get all the book snobs uh, coming in. They're like, oh. Can't even I, read a book. What, what's amazing to me is that Josh is too young to understand the idea of going someplace and purchasing a, a DVD or VHS of pornography, but <laughs> the actions of taking it out of the store are understood. Like, that's a generational transfer, and I love that. <laughs> hey, hey, it survived the generational hey, transfer. wait a minute. I, I remember going and picking up a VHS from Blockbuster. Come on. I'm not that of, young. Of pornography? So the, oh, no. Not pornography. <laughs> So oh, that's the... all that. I had my pornography, and this will probably show me it's more. Is we live together. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> that was a popular site. Oh, okay. Um, that should show my age. Yep, yeah, it does. It, it, commu- it communicates a value to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was on like Club Penguin. Uh, no, no, I don't know. I'm just naming random websites now. The thing wow. that baffles me about libraries is Josh. We can go to Josh's library and. Forspoken, Armored Core 6, all the newest releases. You go down to you go 10 miles down the road to a library in our hometown, Josh, and they've barely got the new the first they barely have the newest edition of Gatsby or whatever it is. So just they like just... Just that you can go just 10 miles down the road come, and like come up here come to my a library. trailer and just baffles me. Just, baffles just come me. to my library, Nick. It's so much better. You can you can actually place your orders online and they'll let you know when it's ready. I don't understand this online thing, uh, but hey, yeah, fuck this guy, fuck him. Hopefully, yeah, fuck, Unity, fuck him. Unity's in better hands that aren't doing this. And yeah, what's really what's really a bummer for me is that in May I quit my job and moved out here and was going like mostly full time into game design, and uh, I had just started Unity classes uh, two days before this news broke about the monetization. And then, like, everyone who was teaching, it was just, like, a depressing class to go to because everyone was like, well, we're going to keep learning this because it's on the foundation of C-sharp and you can use C no matter what you do. But uh, nobody nobody wanted to learn anymore. Nobody wanted to teach. We were all, like, really, really sad. So are you are you still learning Unity? Are you, like, trying to do Unreal? Or are you looking at... What's the other one that got popular after this Unity news broke? Good Godot and yeah. Game Maker got a lot of the Unity thing. We're still we're still in it, uh, and again, it's mostly C sharp. And like, I want to make everyone listening know that all I can do is draw like a circle and have it chase a triangle around a screen. But that's pretty yeah. fucking amazing. The video like, game I'm to doing me, it. damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and I did it with math, motherfucker. So, um, mm, but 
it was it was sad. It was just a, it was a sad day. Uh, I I will eventually go into Game Maker or Godot. I'm very interested in the second dimension. So Unreal was a struggle to learn because it required me to be in three dimensions, which uh, is great. And I love living in a three dimensional world. I like playing games in a two dimensional world. <laughs> I I'm, it's all like there a few months ago. I started downloading all the stuff to start learning Unity. I was like, I'm going to learn this when things slow down. And then like a month later, this news came out and I was yeah, like, you should bail on that. I might not be learning this stuff when stuff slows down. Yeah. Go, go to a different one. Go to Game Maker. Godot. There's lots of, and there's a lot of free stuff out there. I, I'm the asshole who was like, oh, I should play for classes because that's how people learn. It's good I to have the community. It's, okay. it's good to have the community aspect of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love. I love my classmates who are like, oh, yeah, I couldn't figure it out, so I just asked ChatGPT what the code should look like, oh. and then I look at their code, and I was like, fuck, this is perfect. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. This isn't. This isn't the lesson I want to teach and learn. <laughs> he's wrong, but he's got a point. He's got a yeah. point. <laughs> what, what else you got, Josh? All right, and and the night with news, uh, CS:GO two or not CS:GO two, but CS two, Counter Strike two. Um, is now the worst rated Valve game ever. But not the worst rated Steam game, just the worst rated Valve game. Correct. Okay. Yeah, aren't there um, only like like seven Valve games? <laughs> like this is... I would say it's probably closer to 15. Okay, all right. What was the worst rated before this? Was it the... What's their card game? That's not Heroes of the Storm, is it? No. Uh, what is it? They've got a card game. I forget what it's called. You'd have to look it up. I couldn't tell you what it was before this. Um, um, what do people so yeah. not like about it? Because I was reading last week and watching people play. It seems like people like this game, or they did. So I think the hardcore fans of Counter Strike Go still like it. It's more of the non everyday. So like me and you, or even David. Um, so I'm not sure how David's re- reference to Counter Strike is. He plays it every day. He told me <laughs> religiously. Uh, no, uh, any game that requires me to shoot a weapon, I'm gonna do really, really poorly at. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rat it. Is a term I've now learned and written down. I'm just gonna go run away <laughs> and hide until the conflict is over. Uh, okay, well, this is uh, not the game for you then. <laughs> I would, you know, what I would love is a a combat game in which you use your words, not bullets. Didn't oh. they, well, technically, there's that uh, scribble knots. Uh, yeah, I was trying to be an asshole then. That was that okay, was real. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, so let's start with some of the bigger things that they've done. Um, basically, Mac and older uh, systems are no longer able to play it. So, yeah. I know. First off, if you're gaming on Mac, that was your fault. Like you, 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 went, wow. you entered that world knowing the consequences. Josh, this is a this is a gaming podcast for all gamers. Go easy on the Mac okay, gamers. They so have it newer, hard as it newer is. Newer Macs, newer Macs. So within within the past year, have actually improved. So if you're on those, good job. If you're on anything older and you're trying to play games. You should probably go see a therapist. If if Josh, yeah. if Josh finds out right they have an Apple II, he's like, "Fuck you." Well, I mean, the only the Apple only II. thing I can Jesus, the only thing I consider okay for Mac is uh, retro uh, games. So Super Nintendo, all, all those. So like, if you yeah. like, a, that's fine because that's what I use mine for. Basically, is when I'm not at home and I'm not on my Steam Deck, I have my MacBook. This I, is- I too play legally backed up games from my old Super Nintendo on my yeah. Macintosh computer. I've got my only legally game over Josh, here. Josh, careful. You're going to get us in trouble. Careful, Josh. It's Metroid. Careful, Josh. Yep. 
Be careful. Josh almost Josh almost spit out some sites one time where we where you can get hot roms. Hot roms wanna hot roms in your area wanna talk. Yeah. Hot, was, hot roms was, was cool roms, what, but hot roms was the store down the street where I had to hide my pornography when I left. Uh, just so you're aware. Uh, is, that, is that like a joke? Or are you being for real here? I am. I, this yeah, this is a joke. This, <laughs> oh, okay. This was a joke. You should, you should uh, just I, I keep could, the bit hey. going. Hey. Hot, hot roms though wouldn't be a bad name for a for a porn star because it would be short for romantic. Would one would assume? Ooh. Oh, we're gonna go back into like they're gonna go into like the retro like pizza delivery guy if he's got the extra large sausage you ordered yeah i, th- I think you're you're selling to a unique market of people who are interested in stealing uh video games that can no longer be purchased and um just want to get off at the end of the night and <laughs> i think that that's that's a good market who ordered the super one. metroid <laughs> <laughs> i got a freeze ray for you here nope didn't that didn't that didn't work hey <laughs> Who wants the ghouls and goblins and ghouls or what? I can't even name old video. Who wants Final Fantasy II North American Edition? <laughs> wow. wow. Specific there. I mean, yeah, Daddy Cecil, Cecil, step on me, but I don't, I don't yes. know that there's, I don't know there's a lot else going on. Wow, there. wow, Cecil, I would, I would imagine uh, I'm more of a Kane. Well, first off, Kane who, did, Kane. who didn't Kane. want to be in between Kane and Cecil? Come on. I mean that that's true. That that was the fantasy. Both um, seasons. Both seasons. Why, 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 uh, why old Dan Teller was in the corner just going and doing stroking his staff. Oh Jesus. No, you Josh, can't. You're getting us you're gonna get us Josh, I'd rather you I talk about he hot roms. He's dead. I'd rather you talk about hot roms. <laughs> uh, the other issues are just it's overall just it's bad. Uh, hitboxes aren't registering correctly. Uh, you can Michael Jackson moonwalk. Like there's videos of like they'll start to slow walk and like their legs will move, but their feet stay in place basically. So their body stretches. Oh, you, you sold this as a feature, but you're saying this is a bug. Oh, yeah, it's a bug. <laughs> okay. Uh, corner peeking is awful. Uh, strafe walking. doesn't exist anymore. It, it, all in all people, the non daily people are pissed about it. <laughs> It'll yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 Name a game that hasn't come out that's come out and had like everybody love it immediately. A year from now, we this won't even be a thing. Uh, Baldur's Gate three. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I feel like people are turning on. Then nah, you know what? I can't even say that with a straight face. Now people people love Baldur's Gate through and through. I will play it in the year twenty twenty seven when I finally get to that in my backlog. It's yes. yeah. It's I need to go back and finish. I hear I hear people who love it, and uh, that's great, and I love that for them. It's just a whole lot of game, and I'm just one man. <laughs> I am but one. That's man. That's the problem. Release release some short ass games, y'all. I love. That's why I loved unpacking. Unpacking was a was a brief two hours. Made me feel. Made me think. Made me jive out on some cool music. Yeah, that's we need more. We need more short games. That credit song is a banger. And unpacking. Oh fuck, <laughs> such a good song. <laughs> I think that was the first game I reviewed for video game or game chronicles. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's sentimental. I also accidentally post a gif I wasn't supposed to post. <laughs> hey, you know what? We we learn lessons from gaming, and sometimes uh, that 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 makes us better men. Their their PR folks were like, "Hey, this fucking guy posted the wrong gif." 
And I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I love thinking that anyone who worked for a company that made that game, probably the coziest sweater you could put on, was like, this fucking guy, go take his knees out. <laughs> no, they were they were very kind. I just, oh. uh, they DM'd me like, hey, could you take that down? And then um, the guy who hands out our reviews is like, hey, he slapped my hand. He said, don't do that again. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm glad posting privileges. I'm glad you didn't wake up and see like the head of the stuffed teddy bear you've been moving with you for this entire lifetime, uh, just next to you, uh, horsehead style, uh, like <laughs> as a as a warning, future gift purchases. The, uh, the I fondly remember like the consoles in that, like they aged with you, and they're just yeah. they're really good looking pixel art versions of those consoles, and like yeah, the, not, the boxes not to go... as well. Not to go back, but boy, we needed a slim uh, GameCube. That could have saved the GameCube. It still needed to have the handle, though, so. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, oh, God. Technically. That's, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, technically, that, that's. Hold on. He's not wrong. He's not, He's not wrong. wrong. <laughs> that's not the, only, not the only thing I have here. Oh, God. What's for um, for people who are PS2. listening. He's never too far away. Hold on. Let me pull out my fatty. Hold on. Yeah, please. Watch your fanny that I got you for free. Wow. Uh, if you're watching, just know that this is about to get pretty filthy. Got my GameCube. I was out of the black case somewhere. This, I need to switch this out. Look at this thick boy. God. God. Wow. I brought nothing with me on this move. I have nothing. Oh, it, I mean, I literally have. I have a Dreamcast. I've got the Josh. Super Nintendo, the NES, Xbox, Xbox 360 with the Kinect. Um, wow. This is Josh on a first date. He's like, "Hey, look at all I, my consoles. <laughs> look at my, look at all my consoles." It's it's working for me. Married fourteen years, but thinking about bailing, <laughs> truly and honestly. It, so is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, thank you for pulling the news. We appreciate you. You also got a meme for us, though, right? Me time. Yes, I sure do. It's on that same page. Oh boy, let me get back to that. It's hot in my basement. I should not have wore this sweatshirt. Here we go. Yeah, so for those who are listening, uh, it's pictures of Kojima. It's done in Drake style. It's a frowny face Kojima. Uh, next to it says, make bad games and get fired by Konami. And then it's happy face uh, Kojima. And it says, make the best games of all time, get fired by Konami, and then go to release a highly anticipated game. Kojima means are the best. Like you can, he he works in any format, and it's always Konami is just like this comical bad guy that only makes pachinko machines and lets people, uh, lets people like make their games now with Silent Hill and Metal Gear. But uh, hey, this leads perfectly into our final book club chat about Death Stranding. <laughs> I love that photo. Yeah, I went to Norway's to actually go into their office to to meet in person. Um, and they just they look like hot lesbians. I, I don't know a better yes. way of describing this photo for folks who can't see it. It is uh, Norman Reedus with his arm over Kojima, and they just they look satisfied. They just got back from a camping trip in northern Maine, and uh, they're they're getting back to their like usual jobs. Kojima's shirt, it's 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 like not sleeve but like the neckline seems a little low you know that commercial back in the day with the white t-shirts where they're like is your t-shirt run down he that's kojima's t-shirt yeah 
Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it just it, that neck. It makes that neck look so much longer. <laughs> it's a goddamn giraffe. The gaming's favorite couple, Norman Reedus and Hideo Kojima, a match made in heaven. For those of us who have finished the game, uh, I'll let you guys take off. Josh or David, I almost called you Jack for some reason. There's no Jack within any area of this podcast right now. Uh, guys, Death Stranding, great game or the great greatest game? game? Un- I mean, honestly, the most underrated game I've ever played, I feel mm. like. Yeah, you know, I was I was saying this before we started recording, but I played this during the pandemic, not right when it came out. Is that's not my that's not my brand, but uh, I, I I put a ton of hours into this game during the pandemic because it was it was to me what Animal Crossing was to everyone else, which was this chance to go out in the world and walk around, interact, deliver packages to people. I could have been doing you know good in my world by being out delivering packages to people. But uh, I, I did it as Norman Reedus, and I listened to him talk to himself. I listened to vague atmospheric sounds. I, I thought that this was a game to podcast to, but often I would just sit there and and be still and quiet, and it was gorgeous. This is this is one of those games where you're walking, you're on a long delivery, and then a low roar song pops up, and you're just like. Yes. I didn't know these guys a few months ago, but now they're all I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk about a meme. That's the Brooklyn nine, nine uh, meme of like, I just met La Roar, And uh, if anything happens to him, I'll kill you and kill everyone myself, <laughs> which is, which is really sad <laughs> given, yeah. given what uh, happened with La Roar. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I Josh, I don't know if you know, but uh, the, the lead singer passed. I think it was, I believe it was complications due to pneumonia. Last year or two years ago at this point, and the band is no more. Yeah, they thought it was COVID, but it was it was just like like a weird infection, right? Yeah, and it, it was just very sudden. And yeah. that really bummed me out when I found out. And makes Little Roar just a little more sadder than it already was, given the context. Um, That's depressing. But, yeah. I mean, the number of times I'm sitting in one of the uh, resting rooms... And I go to the music and I put on Don't Be So Serious. Yeah, it's, it's a great just, it's a great gig. It's a great opening track. And I think it kind of plays into the, hey, maybe don't take this too serious. Especially because I feel like, you know, when you look back at all the Metal Gears, people take everything that Hideo Kojima makes very, very, very fucking serious. I, I mean, I've said it, I think I said it last week. Uh, yeah, it's crazy that he kind of predicted a lot of stuff in metal gear solid 2 but we don't we we don't need we don't need 20 more grad students writing a thesis about it we <laughs> we got it <laughs> we're good <laughs> we're good yeah i mean you're, and you're probably going to get some as as this eventually enters the the academy and, and people start to study this game as well but the idea of social isolation the way that we look to uh, a a virtual social environment as a replacement to a physical social environment mm-hmm. is going to be interesting to look at. It is, and I think it's fascinating what what is ha- and you again, you guys have finished it, so you've got a lot more context to play with than I do. But the more people you connect, I feel the less human Sam is. The more tools you're getting along the way, I just I feel like Sam's losing his humanity. The, to the I'm to the point where you have guns, you have all this stuff. And you have these legs that you can either use to speed through an area or carry more stuff. And I'm just like, man, I'm connecting people, but kind of losing my humanity well, at the same it, time. 
Well, then at some point, you, I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but you actually start to have bots that can do deliveries. Yep. I love yeah. those little guys. Yeah. They whistle to themselves. It's pretty cool. <laughs> well, and I'll go one further. For a game that's a walking simulator, the the late the post game, or you could even call it the late game, is really about taking away your capacity of walking just by zip lining across the entire mm-hmm. damn map and setting up a zip line network with other players. And that is interesting in and of itself because the criticism around the game, which you all have talked about is this oh it's a walking simulator all you get to do is walk around it, it's a walking simulator in in a way that i think that gets used to describe things like everybody went to the rapture mm-hmm. uh which is like a story-based game where you walk around this is like a legitimate game in which you are you are telling a character how to walk with heavy packages on and then by the end you're this godlike courier that can that can go from one end of the country to the other end of the country in a matter of seconds because of all the work that you've done to build it up and the the planning like i think one of my favorite things in it is the planning aspect of it like when i was first starting the game i didn't realize it's saving your route like it's got your routes and it's got the paths you've taken and like when you're going in and you're like okay i need to go i'm going to too many too many cities named with not but i'm going to south not city okay i know there's bt's over here i know there's mules over here who am i gonna have who am i gonna have a better time with who like okay this is very rocky over here i'm gonna need like just the planning aspect so yeah it's a walking simulator but you are just really like getting down to the nitty-gritty and i I love people who lay roads for me to cut down on time because those are the real ogs (laughs) i appreciate you i appreciate you yeah Roads are great. Roads are great. I mean, again, once once you get to the point in the game, Nick, when you're unlocking zip lines, you'll you'll look back and be like, "Wow, I don't even need roads anymore." No, this is zip lines. Yeah. Zip lines are the most useful end game item you ever get. And then I think those unutilized because I actually didn't realize it until I started to use them more often uh, to avoid time falls was the uh, umbrella canopies. Not only yeah. does it protect you and let you skip time, it actually repairs your packages that you're carrying. Can you stack I didn't those? realize that. Can you stack those? Because there was, there was part of me that was like, and this might have been from playing a little bit of uh, Tears of the Kingdom. There was part of me that was like, well, if I stack these, I can make a tower and then put a zip line up top and then zip down. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I do wonder, like, and I, I won't get too into the sequel, but I do wonder what they're thinking the sequel is going to introduce. Like, what do you, what do you add? Yeah. This, that isn't just narrative, but like, what do you add that, is a continuation of this and grows upon what this has done like is it is it some kind of air travel is it uh i, I don't know is it like transit <laughs> is it uh foundation <laughs> what is it yeah i I have a lot of trouble thinking about the sequel just because I also felt like this was such a complete game. I loved director's cut coming out, but i I think that this really was, I mean, it was very Kojima. So like, it's, it's hard to be like, at one point in time, I rolled my eyes very heavily about the dialogue and what was happening, but you can't hold Kojima accountable for being Kojima. Like that's just, that's, that's just normal. Yeah, exactly. He just needs a uh, few so more no men around him. That's all. Yeah. I, well, yeah, uh, there's, there's a couple scenes that, that Nick, I don't think you got to, but just like the references that Kojima pulls out when they're, when they're fun and cheeky and like, you can put a lawyer, a tall neck as a hologram. That's fine. Cause that's all optional. It's not story specific. When Amelie, your sister slash, um, the like 
main antagonist of the game uh, says that she is uh, that you Norman Reedus are Mario and she is Princess Beach, Beach yes. because she is on the beach. It I I was like my man that that needed a little bit more time in the oven. <laughs> and, and, it gets, and it gets worse say. from there. He they do the scene where they're they're running across the beach. And they're like skipping and laughing and stuff. And then it gets to a serious moment again. You're like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Yeah. Uh, it's it's an emotional yo-yo, which you can do in narrative. Uh, it's just weird to go from silly to the stakes have never been higher. That's a, that's a weird thing to do. And it takes a very special uh, way of doing it. And there was just a lot of ham on the sandwich, if we're being yes. honest. I, so I remember <laughs> that scene from just watching people play it when it came out back in 2019 and like, I'm still dreading for it to come up. But, I mean, there have been other moments from, like, okay, yeah. guy, like, people talking to you when you're in the shower continuously. Uh, mama having, um, mama losing her baby and it becoming a, a, a BT baby. Uh, just the hamminess and Kojima's, not inability to write female characters, but it's just what he does with them. And it, it's not like... I don't think he's fridging. I don't think he's fridging any of them because I mean, I don't, Sam, Sam's not really the most interesting guy. They're not really, uh, he's not really changing because someone's being fridged. Right. <laughs> but it's just like, come on, man. Like mama, like at by that point that I got to her, I was like, Oh, we're actually going to do something with this character. I thought she was just going to be like our, our almost autocon stand in who was going to chime in and be yeah. like, Hey, you got a thing. Let me show you how to use it. So by the time I got to her and we were doing story beats, I was like, okay. But then everything that happened happened. And I was like, God, man, yeah. <laughs> oh, Gina, yeah. come on. <laughs> It's a pretty rough and depressing story. I, I mean, I like I like all the stuff in this about childbirth and about the way in which birth and death are represented in this game because I think that's narratively interesting. I, I did I found it, which is the purpose. I found it very unsettling to watch her uh, provide breast milk to a ghost baby, mm-hmm. and uh, like well done because it unsettled me. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like then we we did this major story beat, and then she was like, "Okay, well, I need to be taken out over up to the mountain so that I can be dead." <laughs> well, and so speaking of the baby stuff, I think right around that time, uh, dead dead man calls you to reveal that he's been studying BBs on his own. Don't tell anybody, and he finds out that they were they weren't created by Sam or by Porter Bridges. They were created by Fringe Group. It turns out they were used in like war. Like they, the fringe group created them, and then Porter Bridges was like, "No, no, no, we're gonna use these for war type stuff." And it just seeing the uh, the exploitation of children. And you guys know more about the BBs than I do, uh, but it does seem like the BBs play a bigger part in two. So mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be fascinating. That would make sense. It'll be fascinating to see how that plays out because the BB stuff has always been weird to me, uh, especially being being a new dad. Uh, newer dad. I've got a three-year-old. What am I saying? Uh, what else did I have? Josh, do you have anything? You've been awfully quiet over uh, there. I was just gonna. Well, I was gonna mention you brought up the shower. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the shower oh. incident. Oh, wow! Oh, yeah, At yeah, one point in time, 
after you've surrendered your BB to dead man, he comes back and uh, then he, he wants to have a private conversation with Sam, but he, he recognizes that all of the shelters are monitored pretty well. The only place they're not monitored is in the shower. And so Guillermo del Toro walks into the shower and just waits patiently for you, Norman Reedus, to come and join him. And you stand uh, as close as two men in a shower can stand fully clothed and not not be i mean it's it's a rot it's very erotically charged I, I don't know how else to sell this it's yes. just really horny hmm. and this is just like, supposed to be bought, a cameo I that. <laughs> that was more than a cameo <laughs> I, I remember it being coined as a cameo and now it's like no 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 he's in they, the shower they, even in the credits they still cameo it is a yeah. uh cameo and it's like uh this man was in here more than half the characters they showed. This is yeah. not a fucking cameo. Well, it, it almost got me to the point that I was like, "Are we in a David Cage situation? Like, did you, did you, like, did you, Hideo Kojima, think, you know, what I really want to see is I want to see Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead and his motorcycle riding show kiss Guillermo del Toro, one of my favorite directors. I bet I could convince them to be in a video game together. I'll take mo- motion capture of them, and then I'll make their characters uh, get horny for each other in a shower. Yes. And he he was so close to achieving it. He was so close. I, truly, <laughs> truly. Um, man, I just I wish I would have finished this with you guys. I'm still going to finish this. Um, the heart, the, I, I don't know. Is gameplay a part of? The, I mean, I know that it's time, Nick, but is gameplay a part of this? Because I will say that the uh, hike into the mountain until you get a network set up for the mountain, the mountain is challenging to it, navigate. Yes. I mean, I've never, the boots, the, like, I was going through boots pretty good, but I was really eating up some level two boots at that point. And yeah. even in a worse game, like, that would have been so frustrating. But even when I'm having a hard time getting around, forget mules, forget BTs, uh, it just feels so good to move, move around in this game and to navigate it. And, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just, I don't get the hate for this game. I don't understand it because I think it's a well-rounded game. Uh, Kojima looked into his, uh, uh, into his crystal ball again and foretold the future. Uh, no, even, even when you look past that, like, yeah, it's yeah. a fun game. And then, you know what? I, the only time I really didn't enjoy it was during the combat section. So like when you're being attacked Same. by, uh, what's his name? Combat veteran, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Ugh, and you're taking out worst his- parts of the game worst parts of the game so i i haven't finished it but is he so i'm tr- i'm still trying to figure out who the actual who the like the the main pro- or the main antagonist is because you know you got you got higgs over here you got mads mickelson who i'm guessing is mad that you took his bb uh and then it sounds like your sister becomes the antagonist at one point okay so here we'll do this we'll do a little hierarchy here so yeah. Higgs is labeled as the antagonist because he's causing all these problems. That's our that's our man, uh, veteran voice actor Troy Baker. That yes. was no, I'm just kidding. That, I knew it was Troy. Um, <laughs> he then, disappears into the role. <laughs> then you it kind of gets revealed that oh maybe it's a combat veteran because he is on the Emily's beach and he's taken uh, he somehow got Bridget and Emily and. Uh, has a, a diehard band with them. And then uh, like a chapter or two later, it comes to find out, no, it's actually Amelie. And you find out that she uh, is basically tired of being the extinction entity. 
And it's just like, dude, I can't fucking take this role anymore. I'm supposed to live here, live, live my life like this until the world ends. I'm just going to fucking press fast forward. Yeah. She wants to just end the world, yeah, which she's is just done. And, and in that very, I mean, very Kojima Lee, like, uh, because of the suffering that I experience, the suffering that the world experiences and you're all disconnected. And there, there is that, that, that very tropey moment where it's, it's the connections Sam has made that help convince her that really there might be a chance for the world after all. And so she sacrifices herself. Wow. An extinction entity who <laughs> takes it upon herself to go extinct. Right. Um, to, to go back to the connection side of it. I, I had mentioned that earlier, I mentioned earlier in the conversation that the further in the game you get, the more Sam loses the humanity, but he's connecting people in the process. Uh, in the previous show, I had talked about like, you know, it's kind of crazy. These developers break up with like their longtime company and then they go because so like so like this and uh, what's the other game? M- uh, Midsummer, Midsummer? Mm. No, Somerville, Somerville, who uh, Somerville is from one of the devs who did Inside and Limbo. Uh, and they, they had a nasty break off. And that was another game about uh staying connected to your community but your character is gaining superpowers along the way kind of distancing himself from his community so it's just funny to see the similarities in this game and right now since i'm playing cocoon and that was another guy who broke off from the limbo inside guys i'm, I'm just sitting there trying to find these like are they telling us we need to connect <laughs> just looking yeah, way yeah. too deep into all of it I love that world in a world in a world. He wants us to bring all the worlds together. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so uh, before the show, someone mentioned that Conan O'Brien kind of, uh, you know, mailed in his performance. And yes. <laughs> you know, uh, Conan is the uh, partner of the collector, or is he the collector himself? Do you do you remember this, Josh? I thought he's the collector. Okay, he is the collector. And um, when you go and meet with him, it is it's it's a it's a great model of Conan. It looks like in that it looks like Conan O'Brien. I don't mean to say that that's my preferred model. My preferred model is obviously Guillermo del Toro. In the shower. Uh, in the shower, yes. Uh, but the uh, the performance that you get is pretty stilted. It's pretty it's pretty low level. It's 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 just nail on delivery. He does a couple of jokes that are meant to not land, and they don't land. So uh, well done. Now now that you mentioned that he did jokes that weren't supposed to land that landed, I wish Norm Macdonald was in this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh the the boxes! You just brought me boxes. Could use water. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's fun to do those little shelters, uh, especially now that you're out here in the West. I think that you can almost think about the, the East of the Appalachian being sort of the tutorial area and this being the real game because it's huge. It allows you to do the most, but, uh, er- every one of these interactions is fun. Even the Conan O'Brien one. Well, not that you mentioned the, the main area being like so big, it still baffles me though, that even though it appears to be big, it's really not that big, but it's, it's considered big. going across the United States. It still baffles me about that. I, you know, I, I was the, thinking about that and I was like, well, you know, technically 47 like, or 50% of the U S is un, uninhabited or something like that. So that was, that was me like pulling at a thread, like, Oh, maybe that's the comment that we're all closer than we think or something like that. Hmm. 
Uh, I like that. I, we know that video games can be long. Uh, famously, it would take like years to walk across Morrowind. True. But this one, for being something where walking is important, I do think you need to be able to walk from end to end of the map. And so I, 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 I love what Nick said because I think it's beautiful. I, I think also like from a gameplay perspective, like you just literally need to be able to walk from one end to the other. <laughs> okay, so then let's go to the next step forward. So once you get to the very end of that area and you have to go to the East Coast or the West, West Coast, Coast, yeah, it's all tar. Yeah, And the only way you get across, Nick, is you have to trigger the BTs, get caught, and then basically run from, what's it, three whales that are basically swarming you as yep. buildings are coming out of the tar. I, now, I like I that. Wanna, it was cool. Jo- Josh, did you get this? Did you, like, figure out how to do it? Because I was just, I just, like, stood there for a long time thinking, like, if I stand here long enough, this seems like a Kojima thing. Maybe if I stand here long so, enough, something will happen. That's what my thought was. I stand there long enough, and then I was like, what can come across? And I was like, oh, the little, the little floating cart. Get on it like the skateboard and just scoot across. Oh, that oh, didn't died. work. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I got stuck and then I had to, to, to jump through the tar. I eventually ended up looking it up because I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I feel really dumb. But then when they explained it, after reading the emails, I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense now. But I never would have picked up on it. Yeah, I went. I went. There's a there's an area of BTs that are constantly there, which should be your 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 tip as a gamer. Like, the, here's a big sign pointing on how to do yeah, this. Okay. And I, I was just like, no, I'm like stealth killing these BTs because I gotten really good at this, and it brings me emotional joy, and mm-hmm. I get a little thumbs up every time I kill one of them. So I'm getting I'm getting the the game's currency and my own little feedback loop and 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 I fell into the trap that was to ignore progression in lieu of a serotonin burst and so in in a way I was played by Death Stranding. Oh, once I start lobbing those grenades and just exploding them, I get it. So just throw away. Just keep going. Oh, the grenade launcher. <laughs> oh boy. The grenade launcher. Once you get that, that is the that and the multi launcher. Those things are yeah. fucking awesome. Well, and you need them because once you get across this giant tar pit to this like ruined city, you face off against uh, Amelie as an extension as an extinction level entity, and uh, you you have no choice but to l- just throw everything you've mm-hmm. got at this giant giant step on me woman. Yes. Wait, is she is she Lady D step on me? Uh, no, would she's say more bigger. like uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, like, but not reverse like muscle on the outside, right? No, no. It's, so it's it's got the tar, the the BT material. She's stuck inside it, sticking out. Higgs is controlling her, uh, and he is also using her body to use this huge blob of it to turn into like yeah. a body. You still have my yeah. attention. Speaking of yeah. Higgs, speaking of Higgs, speaking of Higgs, this is still fresh on my brain. The the explosive he gives you to take to South Knot City. Um, the the package is broken. Uh, uh, be careful, it's fragile. I was like, Sam, Sam, you you, you haven't seen what a dummy, what a dummy. Haven't seen people, but I know you know this isn't right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No one has handed you a package at any distribution center. Why why not? not And and later I will say that once he like does the math, he's like, oh yeah, that was weird that somebody handed me a package. Oh well, I guess I took a bomb. (laughs) It takes a whole car ride. It's like he was thinking about it on the car ride. Like, wait a minute. And he he just so happens to think about that mask. 
<laughs> so two two thought processes that went through my head when I was do I saw that. First one was I didn't think about dropping off the package to uh, Fragile. I actually went straight to the distribution center, and it kept blowing up. And then I would turn around up. and try to return it, and it kept blowing up. So I had to restart the whole thing. Oh yeah, you didn't. I you felt didn't really stop dumb. at the south. Oh yep. Yep. Yeah, not really. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to do that. I was like, yeah, I should be fine. Like, I even just tried to leave the bomb in the car and run in there, and it still did. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And you know what? Honestly, that's, that whole area, like that whole mule area, that southern mule area with like just south of that south distribution center, big old pain in the ass because there are so many gaps. There's yeah. so many ways to just fall and like just completely lose everything. Uh, I do, th- that area does have one of my favorite encounters with the tinkerer and his, uh, his dead, dead uh, girlfriend. Um, that kind of came out of nowhere, and I thought that was a nice little sweet moment to bring up the bleak, to break up all the bleakness. And I, I love that I had to carry his girlfriend back to him to prove that he, she was alive. And I, I, I have tried, an odd request. I tried peeing. <laughs> I tried peeing while carrying her. I was like, "Will it? Will it let me pee while she's on my back?" And did it. No, she she giggles oh. and she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and um, wow, now it makes me want to go back to the scene where you're carrying your mom, and I'm like, "Will it let me pee while I'm carrying my dead mom?" Hmm. Hmm. I'm um, I peed so infrequently in this game. I wish I had peed more. That's why. That's why you guys finished the game because you guys aren't pissing. I yeah, I'm just <laughs> pissing everywhere. Jokes on you! I was pissing all over. And uh, then I, I look up and I'm like, mommy. "Oh shit, they're done!" And I'm over here pissing. <laughs> wow, I mean, you're like me in a fishing mini game. I I tried to get into near and uh, near automata, and uh, as soon as it was like, "Oh, you can fish," I was like, "Oh well, fuck this game! Like, I don't need combat. I'm just gonna fish little fishes. That's that's all this game is now." Oh, I caught a catfish. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Wow, this is way more satisfying." Gentlemen, anything else about Death Stranding before we? sunset the first smashing game time book club that has had members come and go <laughs> yeah i'll say after you defeat giant amelie uh the game forces you to walk all the way back to the beginning mm-hmm. uh you can't teleport you you, you uh, the entire network is disabled so nothing you've set up is still around it, it is it's grueling but it's it's really well told and there are just constant BTs, these new floating cloud monster BTs. It's it becomes a different game for a little while, and that was really really interesting. I think that's beautiful. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. fantastically done, and I'd still think for the first time, Nick, and I know you're gonna judge me hardcore. For the first time on hard mode, I got a C delivery for the last oh. delivery. I was so pissed about it. It's, okay. it's only because so so Nick, this is just a warning. Before you get to the last area when you're heading back to the uh distribution center where you started, make sure you're well equipped. Okay. That fuck that's the reason I got fucked over. I had a grenade launcher, one spray, and they yeah. all your all the equipment is gone. Like you can't build anything everything that was built has been torn down because time fall is just continuous. It was the biggest pain in the ass. Yeah. You, the, there's a little bit of atmospheric knowledge. Um, as you walk up to the final distribution center that you get like a vibe that this is a big boss battle, but I too was like, I have a handgun. I'm fine. And that was a mistake. That, that was, was, your, a, was, yeah, a, that was the second mistake. Yeah, really big <laughs> mistake. Uh, I will say, I said this before we started recording, but, uh, the credits are, uh, forever. Oh my uh, God. 
So just, you know, do whatever you need to do. If you walk too far away, because you have control of Sam during this, it will reset as if you had died, and then you will wake back up, and the credits will still be going. Uh, but it was at this point in time, the end of the game, that I was just fucking around and running and jumping, and I realized that the game has a double jump built in for Sam. So if you are in air and you push the jump again, you will double jump. And this I is only available in the now. credits, or I can do this right now? Incorrect. You can do this right now. That is how apparently you were supposed to know that this happens. That's how you were able to get through that southern cracky giant crevice area. Uh, when you watch people who are really good at this game, they just double jump across like the whole damn thing. They did not communicate that <laughs> at all. No. Wait, oh, where's the, not, where, where's the fucking codec for that? Say, Mama did not hop on and say, hey, Sam, by the way. By not the way. only is your blood unique, but you can somehow... Push yourself mid-air to jump even higher. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Avatar. We, Jesus. When we get off of this show, I'm going to go get, go and try that now. <laughs> yeah. I do think you get a prompt for it if you are jumping enough. And the only time that I ever jumped while running was in the credits because I was just... And I love credits. People who make things deserve to be acknowledged for them. Yes. But I was dreadfully bored. I it's just because there's nothing going on. <laughs> I... I still have my suspicions about some of the characters that we haven't talked about. I'm going to leave that be because I still, I'm, I'm like, this guy's a bad guy. I just know it. Yeah. But I will leave it be. I still think it's ridiculous that there's a codec in this game, even though people walk around as full ass holograms, but you know what? <laughs> I think Kojima's earned the right to keep the codec format to himself. <laughs> Although I do miss the side to side. The side to side was nice, but Sam would just sit there and grunt. Snake, yeah. snake would at least he, he yell about a hind D Colonel. What are the Russians doing here? <laughs> Liquid. Liquid. Wow, wow, it was a great snake. <laughs> um, hey, that's the book club, everybody. Uh, and actually, that's also the episode. I'm really comfy. This is the most leaned back in an episode I've ever been. By the way. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. I know, right? Uh, hey, I want to thank our guest David Arnold from the Gimmicks Podcast. Uh, I just I know I just said the podcast, but David, where can the people find you? Where are you about on the interweb on the chiral network? Yeah, on the chiral network. <laughs> if you if you are interested in hearing uh, me make my co-host Derek uncomfortable by saying the word "step on me, daddy" over and over again, uh, you can listen to the Gimmicks podcast. As uh, Nick said, it is a podcast about the high concept, genre breaking, and gimmick episodes of television. Uh, we do episodes every other Wednesday about all sorts of TV. We just dropped one on a Disney Channel series called "So Weird," and uh, it was a blast to talk about. So we'll do musicals, noirs, bottle episodes. Episodes, anything that sort of gets uh, a little off format. And then I am a sole host on a podcast that looks at mothers in media. Eventually, we will have to cover Mama from Death Stranding. And that is called Are You My Mother? And if you would like to check that out, those are both available on the Glitterjaw Podcast Network. More information at glitterjaw.com. As for me, uh, you can find me online anywhere, social media at dmuma. That's D M U M A. God damn, his advertising voice is better than ours, too, Josh. My God, here, I'm going to hold on. I don't know how to follow that. Hey, everybody, this is Nick here. You know, the the voice that you usually know. Uh, Smashing Game Time. It comes out every Monday. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at That Kaufman. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick That Night. You can also find my reviews on Game Chronicle. Uh, 
should have Dune and my preview of Last Train Home up now. So go look at those. Josh. Joshua, where can the people find you? Uh, You can also find me uh, in my reviews at uh, Game Chronicles. Um, We both do it. Uh, And then anywhere else at I'm Josh Sang. I still hate that. I hate that. I so love much. it. You can, thank, you can thank your crew for that. You just got to get on there and actually start saying something. Um, I do every day. This is my soapbox. This, this is, is where your, I stand. I, well, Josh, we're, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to explain soapboxes to you. Um, hey, you can find <laughs> smashing game time anywhere. You get your podcast. You can find us on YouTube. You can see our beautiful faces. If you go check out the YouTube. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well, so go find us over there. Uh, Yeah, and I think that's it. Thank you, as always, to Alex Marvin Clark for our intro and outro song, Hunt Him Down. We have a link to his SoundCloud in the show notes, so go check that out. He's got some awesome stuff over there. Uh, Once again, try to network podcast. Go check out our siblings, and, you know, I'll say it again. I usually don't say it at this point, but fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. We appreciate the word of mouth here. Hey, everybody. This has been Smashing Game Time. I hope you all had a smashing grape time. We'll see each and every one of you next time. <laughs>